1: Hello and welcome to Pardew's Hot Pants, the nostalgic spin-off from the 5-Year Plan podcast. Uh, I'm Jim Daly and joining me this week to talk about our dream palace, Stagdo 11 uh, It's a man who I know we've talked about his stag before has an interesting stag story um it's mr richard foster hello to you how are you uh
2: yeah i'm very well thank you yes um I, my stag do was so long ago i can it's it's a very grainy black and white image i'm afraid
1: there was you do you, we it came up before you mentioned it there was something yeah. around a football we, match we, i can't we remember went to
2: portugal uh to play football and we met some locals who weren't that keen on us So I got whacked (laughs) on the back of the head with a crate.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Okay.
2: Had to have stitches put into the back of my head.
1: That's right. The
2: week before our wedding. And then, obviously, when you're getting married in a church, as I did, you're in front of the whole congregation, you're Mm. back as you're Mm. facing the reverend. Uh, And my father in law, who wasn't a massive football fan, said, What is that on the back of his head? And I think we made something up. It wasn't anything to do with getting attacked in Portugal playing football. I don't think he'd have been that keen.
1: I'd have to say, I don't think being a football fan uh, is a precursor to asking why you've got a massive whack on your head, to be honest. But, no, um, no,
2: true, but, you know, I just thought the story about going to Portugal, <laughs> playing football and getting whacked on the head wasn't, I, I think it was possibly a domestic accident rather than something like
1: that. <laughs> well, that is very nicely setting the tone for this week's episode. Also joining us, a man who came to my stag do, where we actually played football at Selhurst, slightly different from Richard's story, no injury. Actually, there was one injury to uh, to Rizzo, who actually actually genuinely used uh, Connor Wickham's crutches to come off the which was which was nice uh anyway it's jesse boys of course how are you good afternoon jd and rich i'm good how are you guys not too bad yeah looking forward to uh talking about uh stag palace players uh mm. it's been very fun researching this one before we do that Guys, I'm delighted to announce, obviously on the last episode of Pardew's Pop Pants, we were sponsored by Matthew J. I. Wood, a Sheffield-based graphic designer and massive Palace fan who creates beautiful football prints. And I'm delighted to say he is sponsoring this episode as well. Now, this month, Matthew is offering 15% off his new range of mugs. And I'm delighted to say we've all got one of these mugs right here and they look absolutely fantastic now they have a range of four prints available the holmesdale road that jesse has got there the arthur weight that i've got here the main stand that richard's got there and a brand new sabutio style lineup of the 1990 fa cup final uh with christmas around the corner they're the perfect gift for any palace fan visit matthewjlwood.com and use the code fyp15 at the checkout for 15 percent off palace mugs And that runs until November the 30th to make sure you get your order in time for Christmas. Uh, The mug designs are also available as A3 and A2 prints. And to have a look at all those, visit MatthewJIWood.com or follow him on Twitter at MatthewJIWood. Um, Lads, have you been enjoying your MatthewJIWood Palace print mugs? They're they're decent, aren't they, Richard?
2: Oh, God, they're very good. The first cup of tea I had in mine was just after the Fulham game. And it tasted very sweet. (laughs) Excellent.
1: As it would uh, do.
2: And obviously the whole family are very jealous of the fact that I've got this mug and they want them themselves. So guess what they're going to be getting in their Christmas stockings?
1: Well, there you go. Ideal Christmas present. Obviously, we've all chosen different stands. I chose the Arthwaite, which which is the first stand I ever sat in as a Palace fan. First of January 1992 to watch Palace beat Notts County 1-0. Marco Gabbiadini with the goal, so a real rarity. Um, Jesse, you've chosen the Holmesdale. Uh, what was your reasoning behind that?
3: Well, it's where I've... I had uh, my favourite ever season ticket, or seat, really, at Selhurst for about 12 years, which I sadly had to give up to uh, move to the main stand where, because I'd start bringing my child to uh, the game and where they wouldn't hear expletives and too much <laughs> aggression. So I had to... Sacrificed my own match day experience <laughs> um, for the benefit of the next generation. But, you know, I took one for the teams, as they say.
1: Well, one of the perks, though, of sitting in the main stand is you are very close to me.
3: That's true. That's true. And JD Senior and JCIS.
1: Yes, um, I can only apologize for JD Senior's. Um constant swearing i i've tried i've tried to stop him <laughs> he just you know he's he's a, he's a child of the 40s it happens um yeah. richard you have chosen, chosen the main stand though in fact like the three of us now you are a main stand i'm a legend main,
2: I'm, I'm a main stand mainstay if you might say that <laughs> nice. and, um yeah i now take my son there um so yeah the generations are coming through um the expletives and the aggression it, there's a little bit isn't there i mean i sit very close to high money who, as we know, is a very uh, famous photographer, uh, possibly the first female sports photographer, any note. And then also just in front of us is John Pienaar. Yes, John Pienaar, big Palace fan. He used to be political correspondent at the BBC and now works for Times Radio, and he's a very big man. He's a lovely guy. I interviewed him actually for the Palace Club site uh, a couple of weeks ago about his experiences watching... Palace Everton, he couldn't remember any games. But, you know, he, he's, he's a good guy and he's got a hell of a moustache. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, he's done a lot and seen a lot, hasn't he? So, you know, that's, that's understandable. And, and that's just it. Palace, let alone oh, yeah. all of his other mm. other things. Well, anyway, look. Shout out to Matthew J. A. Wood for sending us these yeah. mugs. Massively recommend getting Love on them. them. Great Get Christmas on. present. 15% off with the code FYP15. Get them from Matthew J. Wood.com. And as Richard says... The tea tastes very good in them, especially after that Fulham victory. Um, before we move on to choosing our Stagdo eleven, uh, Richard, you've got a bit of an, an announcement. You've started a new website. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, just very
2: quickly. Um, I was—I've been cajoled over many years to say, "Why don't you have your own website?" Um, particularly, my editor at the Guardian says, "You know, you've—you've you've written almost eighty features now, Richard. You need to put them somewhere and archive yeah. them." So. Um, being a techno-cretin, I've always avoided it because I just thought, oh, no way am I going to do this. And and eventually, someone told me to do it. So And I went through 20 different titles and chewed them up and spat them out. And in the end, I settled on the football mine mm-hmm. because of the nuggets, you see, because it is logical that I've done a couple of books you're about You're mi- mining
1: always, for nuggets.
2: I always crap on about <laughs> nuggets. So, yeah, you're mining for nuggets. The nuggets are in there. <laughs>
1: It's also, by the way, Richard, I think I saw um, uh, TechnoCretin supporting Daft Punk in about 1997, possibly. Did you? Yeah, I was the bass player. then. <laughs> Sorry, that's um, poor.
2: So what I've done, as uh, I say, it's very much in its infancy, and we've I've soft-launched it amongst what I call my inner circle. So there's only a few people who've seen it so far, because I haven't got it quite right yet. But I'm doing weekly blogs, so I'm on my 10th one this week. Uh, but last week's actually I thought it was very enjoyable because I interviewed Guy Mowbray, the Match of the Day commentator, because he tweeted about the ridiculous nature of the fine lines in VAR decisions on offside, so that is something that people can get to. What we'll do is we'll put a link in to the podcast, and yep. people can go and have a look. You can also subscribe, and it's absolutely free, but you get me coming at you every every week. I mean, you've got to, you know, you've got to have <laughs> benefits, you've got to have disadvantages, Um but I'm, re- I'm really enjoying doing it, actually, and I'm actually getting quite into the stats and all that sort of stuff. So it's going to become a launch thing in the next couple of weeks, uh, and I'd love anybody who's listened to this podcast and all the five-year planned community out there come and get involved. i also also inviting contributions, so it'd be great. It's not just about Palace. I'll point that out. Is a generic website. Obviously, Palace do get a few mentions because I have a bit of an obsession about them. Um, but overall... I think it's you know, it's coming along. It's a work in progress, but you can come and have a look as the building is being built. I know Jesse go. had a quick look at it earlier. What did you feel, Jesse? Well, I, I I did pick up on the
3: on the the naming thought process you've gone through there, Thank finding you. nuggets in the mind. So mm-hmm. five points for that, straight off the bat. Five <laughs> points, good. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I think you're being. I think as I just. Messaged you earlier. I think you're you're doing yourself a, a, a humble disservice by not just plugging your books on here, Rich. I want to be well, able. No, to-
2: I will be doing that. Don't worry about that. That's coming.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> you, you, you don't have to worry about me plugging my books. I'm never backwards uh, in that <laughs> sense. I um, mean,
3: Christmas is coming. It's you versus Matthew Wood on the palace memorabilia,
1: <laughs> or get both.
3: Yeah. Or
2: also Kevin. Kevin's book, you see
1: that And that's Kevin's book. Jesus,
2: yeah. it's getting quite nasty. Internet yeah. science. This is like the English Civil <gasps> War. We, um, uh, we should do a. We should do. We should do a hot
1: pants book. <laughs> oh There could. Be, I All reckon right, there could yeah. be something in that. I'll, yeah. I'll get my
2: guys to talk to your guys. All right.
1: Well. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But the, yeah. the,
2: the, the final piece of the jigsaw, I think, is um, as Jim has enjoyed i am i do quizzes mm, uh, I, very
1: good quizzes I've been doing
2: quizzes for many years and it's called seventh heaven it's a particular format it works really well we've done a few for the uh, fyp patrons yep. which has gone down pretty well yeah shall we announce what we're doing in december jim or is it too early
1: no let's let's do it now. So uh we do monthly quizzes for the patrons at the, the first Sunday of every month and the December one which I believe is December the 6th I think. Um That's it's right, going to be on op- Sunday. Yeah. First Sunday, it's going to be open to everyone so not just patrons all FYP listeners. It's going to be a Christmas themed FYP Palace and bits of general football quiz. Uh we'll work out some prizes. Um, and we're going to work out somehow how to make it available to everyone without getting spammed. We're still working on that, Richard, aren't we? Uh, but it will yes, be available all. We do need to, to
2: all... protect ourselves because there are lots of Zoom bombers out there. Yes. Yeah. Weird people who crawl under from underneath stones and do strange yeah. things. But... we are also
1: called Millwall fans. Yes. 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 So so we're going to uh, work that out, could... and we'll we send that out to people. And maybe we'll give you a private link or something. But anyway, there will be an FYP quiz palace quiz on december the 6th christmas theme so get your palace christmas jumpers on uh, get your santa hats on and come and join us and yeah richard we'll, we'll work out some prizes for people as well won't we i think well in, i'm sure uh,
2: we'll we'll get some mugs involved we can even throw in a few books because i've oh. got loads of them in cupboards around <laughs> here collecting dust there you go so we, we do need to rotate them a bit otherwise you know i'm gonna <laughs> cough my way through christmas um so yeah uh, they'll be fantastic prizes it's a it's a fun quiz it's not a Jonathan Wilson type quiz where you have to know <laughs> who the hungarian left back was in 1953
1: no although um, selsey will know that
2: Selzy does know everything yeah. he he is uh omniscient reigning I champion i, I believe
1: word. currently as well reigning is in he? the patron in the patron ones i think he's
2: reigning reigning champion yeah i think he might have he won it a couple of times five feels good at it isn't
1: he five feels good shout out to Graham Mackay, one of our patrons Graham is Mackay always is up there um, i mean Shall, anyway, shall we? Get, do you want to let people know the address of your website so they can come and see it now, the, the FYP listeners, and get a little uh, sneak preview of it?
2: It is, very simply,
1: thefootballmine.com. Lovely. And That's I'll it. put that in the show notes as well, so people can literally click on that on their app. Brilliant stuff. Right, let's take a quick break so we can get our heads round, stag to 11, and we're going to come back. We're going to pick our
0: team. Santa, let me see where you're coming from. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed insured by NCUA. Uh,
1: welcome back to uh, Pardew's Hot Pants, the nostalgic spin off from FYP, sponsored by graphic designer Matthew J.R. Wood, who's offering 15% off his range of palace mugs. To grab yours and get a discount, enter FYP15 at checkout at MatthewJRWood.com. Right. Now, obviously, on these episodes, guys, we do themed 11s um, most of the time. They seem to be very popular, so we're sticking with it. And this week's is Stag Do. 11 uh richard how have you got on with this one do you want to give us well, an overview of your stag team because I, i've gone this, for various
2: this is, this is how i got inspired you can't actually see this can you? this audio but it's uh it's a bottle of Kraken rum brilliant I, I should say we are recording
1: at midday on a thursday
2: well, you know, if you're on a stag do, you have to go for it, I think, and uh, I'm not holding
1: back. I've always said you're very method when it comes to these podcasts. Oh, a very method. I'm, I'm the Marlon
2: Brando of podcasts. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I, when you're considering your stag do, I thought what you've got to have is, a, is a, a cast of characters, not all people who are just going to get absolutely smashed and fall over, because then it gets a bit messy. So I, I've gone for balance, as I would do in my normal football eleven. So I've got, you know, I've got attacking midfield players, but I've got defensive <laughs> midfield players. I've got sharp fullbacks. I've got less sharp fullbacks. Anyway, I'm happy okay. with
1: my combination.
2: Good. But I'm obviously interested in the way that both Jesse and you have approached. Well, we've spoken about my
1: task. stag. We've spoken about your stag. Jesse, do you want to, mm. you can start us off, Jesse, with your goalkeeper, but tell us a little bit how how your stag went went down and has it influenced your stag eleven?
3: Absolutely. Uh, my my stag was a bit messy because we went to Barcelona. And there you uh, go. Excellent. <laughs> and we did actually go to a Barca match uh, and everyone bought me merchandise on the way to the, the match. So by the time we got to the stand, I looked like John Portsmouth Football Club Westwood, whatever his <laughs> name you is. you
2: get a bell? Did you get a bell as well? You I were
3: a bell. I was surrounded by bells. <laughs> no, I, I actually did. They bought me a hat with lots of bells on it. Uh, yeah, of course, uh,
2: that silly jester one
3: yeah i have got a picture somewhere i'll send it to you and <laughs> I had, I had they to be fair, they weren't too stingy they, they bought me a messy shirt which cost about a hundred euros wow and a, and a scarf and a hat and then as as, as it's as you might know the it was a bank holiday weekend, and we we chose that weekend because it was a bank holiday in May, mm. and we arrived back at Gatwick and went straight to Selhurst for Kristanmbo oh yes just, you have told me that
1: yeah it was the oh, ultimate wow
3: sign at, at 3-0 down we wondered what we were doing why we even bothered <laughs> uh, and then half an hour later or so it, it was just the best end to a stag do ever that is incredible um, so nice to nice to remember that um after all that pain and endurance testing palace uh gave gave us a good little reference point for how to do a stag do
2: how close were you to leaving the ground? Because you must have been quite hungover, having had a weekend in Barcelona, three nights, nil down, yeah. twenty minutes to go. You were probably yeah. thinking, "Can we just go to the pub and have a, you know, hair of the dog?" Or were you you were obviously committed to the whole thing.
3: Well, yeah, we'd written the game off because it was yep. supposed to be on the Saturday, and we booked everything six months beforehand. So we just kind of wrote, uh, that, ga- okay. wrote that game yep. off un- reluctantly. And then as it got closer to the game, and it became apparent Liverpool were in with a shout for the title sky yeah, moved yeah. it to the monday evening
1: yeah mm.
3: and we, we'd already had our flights booked mo- six months previous 24 of us on norwegian air to barcelona so we just as luck would have it landed at gatwick at 6 p.m and then it was like a snatch uh montage guy Ritchie style <laughs> literally <laughs> like ran had hand luggage ran ran to the train got to his corridor and my dad was waiting there in his car put our stuff in his boot he dropped us at sellhurst kept our luggage, and we got to our seats for the whistle. Literally seconds before the whistle was insane. Wow. And to answer your question, it was just everyone was standing up, obviously, because it was that season where our fans were just on peak form and just yeah, didn't yeah. sit down in the homestead at all. And it, or being on your feet after that weekend, <laughs> it was so <laughs> tough. But as soon as the goals started going in, that all just became a, you know, a sideshow. It was yeah. all about enjoying that moment. Um, so yeah, there's, that's that's uh, that's the story of my stack.
1: Well, listen, let's move on then, Jesse, to your goalkeeper or goalkeepers considered for our stack do eleven.
3: Well, there's only one goalkeeper. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> my criteria for choosing my motley crew. Um, Let's just say everything I'm about to say is based on public fact. It's not based on any opinion. <laughs> Here anything, we go. <laughs> anything about them is in, in the public domain. So yeah. okay. uh, don't don't sue me anyone if if anyone wants otherwise I better tweet Street.
1: I might yeah, I'm about to have to tweet run street. this episode. By tweet street, definitely. <laughs>
3: um anyway, let's start off softly. So my goalkeeper could only be Kalinko, and that's because he would have amazing <laughs> local knowledge of Riga, which is where we would probably go on a stag. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: yeah, no, good to have the venue. That's yes. an important part. Yes. I'll be thinking yeah. about this. Yeah. I just thought, let's pick someone with local knowledge. He knows where the hospital is. He knows where the police station is. <laughs> he knows distance between the airport and town. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, he's the ringer that knows, that's knows that got all the inside info. So, uh, and he's just a little bit of a loose cannon. Mm. So, I just yeah. thought he'd offer some value. Um, and yeah. I thought his, his, his nose would be a good joke for everyone else.
1: <laughs> True. <laughs> it would be a good running joke. Um, that's an excellent shout. Um, yeah, I hadn't even... Do you know what? In all these people, I've not even considered location or venue. So, that is another facet to it. Um, Richard, it who is. have you got in goal? Well,
2: I had a choice of two, actually. So, I I had Gabor Karai because I'd love to see him in his jogging pants. You know, oh. we go somewhere. I don't know whether we go to Riga. I'm, I'm thinking about my venue. I was thinking a bit hotter. I know Latvia can get a bit hot, but I was thinking more sort of southern Mediterranean. But I'll come back to you on that. Maybe Naples would be a nice Ooh, place to go. okay. Um, so Gabel Karai in his jogging pants when it's 30 degrees would be fun. Mm. So he'd be the sweaty one. But in the end, I went for John Burridge because how much fun could you have when he's doing his handstands Mm. in a bar, Mm. you know, and he's, he's collecting the glasses on his feet and (laughs) distributing them to the stag do. So in the end, I went for John because I thought he'd be more entertaining than just wearing a pair of grey pants.
1: Well, I mean, if, if, you know that there'd be one night where Karai would make everyone wear the grey pants. It
2: would, you know how everyone yeah, likes to need wear a standard, uniform, Stag, uniform. the
1: Yeah. No. So I think there'd be one night where you'd all be forced to wear them, which I think would be quite funny. Um, mm. But but I've got so I've got two. I've got Burridge as well, and I, my only note I've made is General Madness because I just think he would bring a General Madness to the stag. So you're absolutely right. He'd be doing handstands in the club. There'd there'd be like there'd be circles formed around him. I think he'd be he'd be really entertaining. The other person I've got. For the exact opposite reason, we're talking about balanced squads for Stags is Julian Speroni, and the reason I've got here, my notes say, mm. "We'll never leave a man behind. We'd make sure you all got home okay, and we'd personally tuck you into bed." And I do think there needs to be <laughs> that sort of person on a stag. You, you can't all yeah. be party boys. You need to have That's some right. sensible heads. And I mean, Julian would literally be a safe pair of hands on yeah. a stag, do so. I don't know I mean, if, if, if 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 you wanted anyone
2: to tuck you in ever. It would be Julian. It's Julian.
1: So I don't know if Jules maybe is on our subs bench as our, um, as our safe pair of hands. But I like Burridge and I like Kalinko. I think I'm leaning towards Kalinko for the local knowledge. I think that's invaluable. Yeah, So abroad. we're going to Riga then. That's it. So I think we're going to Riga oh, yeah, for our oh, no, That's a good shout. I mean,
2: yeah. Jess is the only one of the three of us who actually thought about the venue. So I think we have to give it to him. Yeah. and, and I've I mean, been to Riga. Have you been to Riga?
3: I've been to Riga, yeah. it was. I haven't, no. Yeah.
2: It's different, isn't it? It's very odd, yeah. Because well, it's got go. sort it's of Soviet-style buildings, and then it's got really ornate sort of Christian orthodox. It's, it's quite a strange. Is it space. a good stag location? I wasn't on the stag. I was in, on business, Jim, when mm. I used to work for the Financial Times. So I didn't do any of that stag nonsense.
1: Jesse, were you there
3: on the stag I, business? Uh, no, I was there for a gig because I used to work with bands, and we had a gig. And it was a Harley-Davidson festival. So it was Ooh. quite quite strange because it was a quaint little town just full of bikers. It was like, oh suns, it was like Sons of Anarchy.
1: <laughs> Real life yeah. Sons of Anarchy. Well, look, yeah. should we, should we, should we <laughs> like, without being too generalising, should we assume that maybe um, Alex Kalinko has got a good general knowledge of sort of Eastern Europe? Because maybe we don't pin down Riga. Maybe we think about, you know, yeah, maybe, Croatia. Yeah. Croatia's not becoming stacked locations. Is it? So I, mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking outside the box. I've been to Croatia. Okay. All right. Well, let, let, let's put Kalinko as our, as our keeper. Um, mm-hmm. Defence, then, Richard. Who have you got in defence?
2: Well, um, central defence, I had three candidates.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to whip through them very quickly. I mean, I think Jim Cannon, you've got to have a Scott on a stag dude. I mean, that's an absolute must. Okay. So I thought sure. I have got another Scott lined up. But anyway, Jim Cannon was my first choice because I think he would probably be a good man. And he'd, you know, you'd follow him to the end of the earth, wouldn't you? Because he's yeah. got most appearances for Palace. Um, I also went for a slightly left field. Does anyone remember Leif Anderson? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Who was hopeless at football, uh, but he was very tall. And I always think you need a very tall man in the state too as well. Because, you know the seven dwarves thing. I think you, you need a really tall person to stand out from everybody else. So that was my main shot. I don't know what Leafs like of an evening because I mm. didn't really get to meet him. But probably my favourite centre-back is Damien Delaney, surely. Because you also, another du rigueur moment is you've got to go to the Guinness bar, haven't you, in any city, whether it's Riga, Warsaw, Kiev, wherever it is, you have to go to the... And Damien would be there... And he'd be drinking Guinness, and obviously he's a very entertaining, eloquent, lovely bloke. Mm. So I'd, I'd, I'd of my three, I'm actually going to choose Damien as my.
1: I, I mean, he would definitely know like which place in Riga does the best Guinness because I'm sure there are different places that have good and bad mm. Guinness. I've got Damo as well. Um, the reason I've got him I've put here is longevity. I think he'd be like last man standing on a night out um, and would find an amazing whiskey bar at 3am for those late night, early morning chats about literature. I just think Damo would be a very interesting <laughs> character and you'd be talking <laughs> about Keats late at night with him in a whiskey bar, which is yeah. perfect sort of end of stag do fodder. Um, so I do have Damo in there. I'm very surprised, Richard, that you've overlooked um, Neil Ruddock. I think he's he's nailed on for a stag do. Sure. It Depends how messy you want to get. Because so I think I've got him. I've got him down as booze provider. He's the sort of person that would find booze mm. anywhere and be able to provide it to the boys. So it depends how messy. No, you it's a
2: a it's a miss. I must say. Yeah, but you know, how many centre backs can you have on the stag do?
1: Well, I've got one more in my list, oh, and okay. that is um, Paddy McCarthy. So, uh, another mm-hmm. Irishman. The only reason I've got him, I've got him down here for karaoke skills because I remember after one of the Player of the Year events they used to do on the pitch. Do you remember those? Before they stopped started doing them at Fairfield Halls, used to be on a giant marquee at the pitch. All the yep. players would go, everyone would get drunk and, and be on the dance floor. And there was one night we ended up in the White Horse on... Uh, what road is that off? It's near Seller Station um, with Paddy McCarthy um, doing karaoke until about... 3 in the morning. What was the song Whoa. he was doing? I think it was Proclaimers, 500 Miles. It was the same song they sung at Hillsborough before the uh, 2010 uh, game against Jeffrey Wednesday. So I've got him in for karaoke skills, Paddy. Um, do any of those centre-backs overlap with your choices, Jesse?
3: I've got two centre-backs, and they are Ruddock and Delaney. Oh, <laughs> okay, right so Damo's
1: in. Damo's definitely
3: Yeah, in. so I had a couple of notes next. So I've, I've tried to pick characters with different strengths here. Um, so with Delaney, I wrote, he just break up trouble. Yeah. Like like that
1: photo of him with Wilford
3: running away. Precisely. I mean, when Jedi was skipper, I always felt Delaney was the one that did the heavy lifting in those situations. He would be the one that would get in the ref's face more than the Jed And he would protect Will physically from harm. So, um, I always felt there's qualities there that Delaney has that are invaluable in a Mm. foreign location. Mm. Um, I also wrote down he'd probably have high tolerance because of his Irish blood. Yeah. So, yes. only, so he, as you said, enduring, he does stay in power.
1: But Jesse, can I just caveat that by saying that I am half Irish and I have absolutely zero tolerance to alcohol. So I, it doesn't I'm always also, work.
3: Yeah. I'm also half Irish and somewhere in the middle. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> depends on the poison. Yeah. So, um and then for Ruddock, I had him down. My notes for him, you might like, I put, he'd be the one that would bring the outfit for the stag. He'd yes. Be, he'd be very, he'd be resourceful. Yeah. The, you know, he'd, he'd have a, on my stag, I turned up to Gatwick, we met in the pub and somebody had a, a holdall and they gave it to me and said, go and put that on. <laughs> and it was a matadors outfit because we mm. were going to Spain. So I got nice. on the plane dressed as a matador.
1: <laughs> excellent. Yeah.
3: Uh, and I also thought, you know, he'd probably be quite good for drinking games, Ruddock. You know. He, yeah. I just thought he'd, there's some natural qualities that he's got there. <laughs> pretty, yeah.
1: pretty much his only natural qualities, but there <laughs> yeah. we go. Um, I th- excellent reasons. Oh, so I think I think Ruddock and, and Delaney are our centre-backs. Um, do we have any full-backs in the ranks, or are we going to do our usual thing and play two centre-backs and ten midfielders? <laughs> Richard? I've got a couple. Well, no. Actually, I've only got one, really. What about
2: Ashley Cole? Because he'd had, be up yeah. for some pranks, wouldn't he? I mean, he can shoot one of the youth players or something like that. or <laughs> oh And also he could be met at the airport by Cheryl saying, what the hell are you you doing you're doing? Which you always need that come down from a stag. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it'd be weird considering, it would be a bit weird though, Richard,
1: considering that I think they broke up about 10 years ago, but, I know, um... I know, but you know, there's still, there's still a
2: flame (laughs) there.
1: Okay. That's what she tells me, anyway.
2: <laughs> oh, I love, I love Ashley. I love Ashley. I, I forget. Right, she's not anyway, Irish. I don't know why she's Irish. So I, I thought I was quite good at Geordie accents when I was in. Well, are yeah, man. Well,
0: Get out on
1: the poggy mat.
2: Anyway, <laughs> Ashley Cole.
1: Yeah, So I've got Ashley Cole as well. My only I mean, note. Is, my only note is primetime party boy, um, which I think. Ooh. I mean, obviously there has been so many stories about Ashley when he was younger, going out and partying and stuff. So I think he'd be. He'd be, he'd be leading the charge uh, wherever you were, whether it was Ibiza or Riga or whatever. I think, I think he'd, if you want a party boy in your, in your ranks, I think Ashley Cole was in there. Jesse, you yeah. were nodding. Did you have Ashley in as well?
3: Absolutely, I did. Um, Rich has touched on it, but yeah, in, in February 2011, he had an incident with an air rifle at Cobham Training Centre. Um, he's also been done, for, got arrested for swearing at the police and this is all from wikipedia it's all out there <laughs> and so i just thought my my notes with ashley cole were for entertaining stories after the step yes uh, you know when, when you're when you get back and your missus is probing you for stories you can just choose one person to zero in on and he would be the one
2: <laughs> absolutely
3: I like, that. I like that he's
2: he's he's the safety valve. deflection yes. safety deflection.
3: Valve. Deflection. Yeah. deflection tactic Absolutely. Yeah, he thought I was bad. Yeah, Gosh, She's actually yeah. cold. What was he up yeah. to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Madness magnet. Take it away from, from everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, All right, yeah. excellent. No, I do have one more fullback if we want to go back four. Um, okay. I'm happy to not include him, and that is Danny Butterfield. And I've literally got one word for him, prankster. And I know that his time at Palace, he was known as the, the prankster at Palace, uh, very much so. So if you want someone who's a bit of a, bit of a prankster in new ranks – Danny Butterfield would be your guy. I'm happy to overlook that if we've got more midfielders, but I just wanted to chuck Danny out there. Very nice guy as well. Mm. I think would be the sort of one that would be cajoling everyone and keeping everyone together. Very much sort of team spirit sort of guy. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what you think about Danny then, Richard.
2: Yeah, I quite like that. Because also he's a right back, so it would work. So he'd have Ashley left back. And, and he'd be brilliant at karaoke. Because, you know, he, he, he looks like he's in a band already, as we've discussed, I think, before on yeah. the top hands. Yeah. You know, he is Britpop, yeah. so he could do an Oasis cover. I'm sure he'd be brilliant at it. So, <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I would get it. I mean, I've got a glut of midfield players. Okay. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy with him as if we're going to play four at the back.
1: Well, shall we, uh, Jesse, shall we pencil Butts in and then see how midfield goes?
3: I think Butts is a great shout, actually. Um, I had it right back. But he was—he—he's not that exciting. He was my calm head, and that was Ed Worthy.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. I, so he, he was—he Poss- would
3: be—he would be filling the role that you've identified in in uh, spironi. I think.
1: Possibly, I possibly worry Edworthy might be a bit too boring. I slightly yeah. he might be a yeah, bit boring. He didn't individual. come across as
3: a dynamic.
1: The sort who would be no, like—he was asleep he was, at the back of the minibus yeah.
3: He was the calm head, probably you know, filling
1: if someone drops out. Mm. Yeah yeah, yeah, he's our back <laughs> right, we'll put him on the bench, literally on the bench. Yeah, yeah um, he is the sub. He's our sub. Okay, cool. Alright, well look, um that's our defense and goalkeeper sorted for now.
0: Stand up babe Let me see where you coming from. Stand up babe Let me see. When it comes to business and meeting travel in Orlando It's never business as usual. Sure, I could go on for days about all the incredible places to hold your meeting or the innovative industries that will make you feel right at home. But Dr. Michael Edwards of Ocean Insight said it best. Orlando is as much a business capital as an entertainment one. And when work wraps up for the day, the evening is just getting started. I'd love to tell you about all the 46 Michelin-rated restaurants or the array of outstanding dishes that'll have you coming back again and again. But Executive Chef Guillaume Rabin of Lake Nona Wave Hotel can sum it up better than me. Orlando has a world of artisans, so you can try incredible cuisines from across the globe. It's so true, and there's so much more. So dive in and see what's happening in Orlando, where the possibilities for business travel are unbelievably real. Learn more at OrlandoForBusiness.com.
1: Let's move on to midfield. Uh, I've got an array of people here, but I'll go to you, Jesse, first. Who have you got in your midfield?
3: Well, this is, I feel privileged to get the first one here because <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be some great candidates. Um, I don't know who to go with first. All right, let's go with you're like this Thomas Brolin.
2: Oh, he was and, in mine as well, definitely. Yeah. And
3: his, his designated role is translator
0: (laughs) yes yes
3: because he knows several languages in much in the same way he was appointed assistant manager for lombardo simply because he could speak italian a little bit yeah Mm. he's there because there's a good chance wherever you are he can help translate uh and therefore negotiate someone out of trouble yeah probably ruddock (laughs) (laughs) or (laughs) ashley yeah so i'll just start with brolin there
1: Okay, Brolin's a great shout. And again, I'm, I'm loving the, the criteria for these people. A translator I had not even considered, but that is absolutely invaluable on a stag do. I mean, and stops... also,
2: Brolin must be wearing his headband. He must have his headband John. Definitely. You know, the classic against Leeds. Definitely wearing the
1: headband. headband. Yeah. And it just stops you on a stag do getting scammed, doesn't it? It stops you getting sent to the crack bars and might get you into yeah, the yeah, slightly yeah. better places if you've got someone who mm. seems like they know. Right, let me chuck a name out there who... I'm sure it's in everyone's list. I'm just going to get it out of the way. He might be down as a player. He might be down as a manager. For me, he's a player. And that is Alan Pardew. <laughs> I mean, well. we just can't... You can't do a Stag to 11 without Alan Pardew, Richard. Surely. I, literally, my only note is Stag King. Well, I mean, it's... It, <laughs> you know,
2: it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? I mean, what he did with the West Brom players when they went out and all went completely doolally. And apparently, Pardew lost his wallet. He lost his phone. Everything is gone. Um, and he's meant to be the manager of West Brom. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, he would be manager, he'd be player, he'd be coach, he'd be anything he like. He could be the owner. Maybe, maybe he owns a, a little bar in Riga. Possibly. Wouldn't surprise me. I would Possibly. not be surprised at so, all. He's in, whether he's in as a manager or a player, I don't know.
1: All right, I do, but, have a, I do have a different manager for later, so we'll come uh, on to that, but we know Pardew's in. Any other midfielders then for you, I, Just
2: on
3: Pardew quickly, I had, I had one note on Pardew. Um, yeah, good debate whether he goes in as a player or a manager. I thought, from the manager's point of view, under his stewardship, somehow Gareth Barry felt naughty enough to steal a taxi, <laughs> yeah. and therefore it felt like there was there's something in him there that allows that sort of stuff to happen. He's clearly got stag credentials. <laughs>
1: yeah, Massively. Ma- actually, you're right, massively. Maybe he, maybe he becomes manager. We'll come to manager later. But we know that's, that Pardew is 100% coming on this stag, whatever happens. Hmm. Um, Richard. Maybe maybe he's the groom's dad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's yes. always the groom's dad that ends up being crazier than everyone else. Yeah, was um, more embarrassing. Anyway. Uh, and I think with Pardew as well, he stopped caring as well. So I think actually, he's ideal for groom's dad because he just doesn't give a shit more about anything um richard
2: well i've got two again i like the balance so Mm -hmm. i've gone for on the spectrum of mad he goes beyond mad and it's sasa churches you've got to have him oh of course and maybe maybe this has switched our venue because he could show us around serbia
1: yes but again we're, we're staying eastern europe yeah,
2: of course. Uh, so he would be brilliant because he would be right out there. He'd be very loud. He'd be pretty mad. He'd be one of the, one of the ones at the front. And, you know, he would change his hair every other moment. He'd be brilliant. And he might even have a banner about NATO bombing just to hand. Well, he's, that. A,
1: he's a passionate man who cares about causes. So um, can, I, can, can I just throw that one to Jesse? Potent- great shout. Potentially too mad?
3: Jesse, what do you think? Um again, got got a good little bit of it, local knowledge of Eastern Europe. Yeah. So uh, you could help broaden the, the search for a location in Belgrade, I imagine. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Um so no, I think there's I mean there's more scope for madness in this eleven than any other we've ever done. So <laughs> Okay. You know, whereas in the hair XI, we had to limit the slapheads. Here, we should pile on
2: the madness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Richard, who was your other midfielder? But my
2: balance, you see, because you always got to have because You can't have 15 mad people going on. The that stage.
1: was my thinking. Because yeah. you
2: know what happens to them? They all end up in prison. Yeah. yeah. So we mustn't have that. So my balance, who could also be the manager? Gareth Southgate. Oh, I've got him down as well has to be in there.
1: Southgate,
2: yeah and 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 i'll i'll give you a reason why and i'll I'll be quoting one of my guardian pieces i wrote a piece about him because obviously he grew up as a palace player and i interviewed alan smith about him and this is his quote he was always the one who would make sure that if we did go out in the evening we didn't break curfew as young as he was he always wanted As young as we were, we always wanted to push the boundaries, but he kept us in check. That's Alan Smith. He was the manager. Mm. So Southgate, a sort of 21-year-old, was saying, no, lads, put the fire hydrant down. Don't do this. (laughs) Stop that. No, 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 no. And I think you do have to have the sensible one. And he is, you know, as the England manager, he'd also have a bit of cachet. Mm. Great waistcoats as well. Great waistcoats. He could sing the odd song. He might, he might even have a couple of light ales and get a bit carried away. But we need the monitor. We need our own policeman. So that's why he's in there for me.
1: So he's in yours as well, yeah. Jesse.
2: I've got him down. First note is the organizer.
3: Yeah, he's the, he's the best man. He's booked the flights and hotels. This guy.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, he's definitely yeah. best man. Definitely. Yeah.
3: He's looking after everyone's passports. Yeah. And uh he's yeah he's as. Rich, the qualities that Rich has identified, he's, he's basically there to just make sure everyone gets there and gets home.
1: Okay, so I'm very happy to put Southgate in. I did have someone else in a similar role, which is Sean Derry, and I put organisational skills. But yeah. I, th- I think Southgate actually is absolutely perfect. You're right, he's, he's been an organiser since he was 20, so I think that's absolutely ideal. Happy to put him in. My other midfielders and their notes are Aki Riolati, and my note is just general wackiness. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he gets in. Uh, Venables, party animal, is what I've got, and that. Is, that, that was one suggested to me by um, Kevin Day. Cause I did ask Kevin for some suggestions, um, and then I've got Jason Punchin in charge of stag do attire, but no belts. So I don't know how <laughs> we feel about day. Punch
2: <laughs> and, and <the> Street. <laughs>
1: It happened! Um, but yeah, also, happened. and then actually, I did ask, actually, uh, Kevin for a couple more suggestions. And he said, um, Johnny Ertel would provide the music, which I think is a reference to Ertel, uh being the music guy in the 2010 team. Again, mm-hmm. come back to Proclaimers. Peter Taylor could do his Norman Wisdom impressions. Of course, yeah. Keep Keep spirits up. Rashid Harcook could pay for it with a... <laughs> cutting that. Um, Andy right. Gray could work the cloakroom and... Also, cutting that, um, and and so that those are my other midfield options. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Is Jesse? Have you got any more midfield options there?
3: I do. I've got a couple. Uh, first of all, I've got Balassi down. I just thought, as as Neil Warnock once noted, he doesn't know what he's going to do. Defenders don't know what he's going to do. It just mm. happens. I thought Balassi for his unpredictable flair and genius. Yeah, he's the he's the guy where someone would point at something and go, "Oh, I wonder if anyone can go and climb that." Yeah. Or jump jump on that, and he'd be able to do it. Yeah. All right. So I just thought Balassi would just bring those moments of uh, spontaneity that you need on a stack for everyone to take pictures of and ingratiate yourself with the locals. So uh, that's Balassi. He's the superstar, unpredictable flair and genius. And then last one, I think you're gonna like this one, guys. Joe Ledley for dancing. Mm. He would get for only the yes. dance floor and yes. just get. Just getting everyone away from the bar onto the dance floor, and uh, using up all their uh, aggression and helping sober people up a bit. I think they, that's performing quite a uh, important role there.
1: Ledley is an excellent, excellent shout. Richard, how do you feel about that? Absolutely, and we need someone with
2: a good beard. Don't we? <laughs> you? Know, you have to have a good beard on uh, stag do, and he's got it. He's also brings a bit of Celtic, you know, he's obviously Welsh. As you say, he led that dance for the Welsh. Uh, yeah, and, and Jesse's absolutely right. You, again, you need these elements. You need someone to drag everyone from the butt, stop drinking, and actually let's do something to sober you up because it's, <laughs> it's 7 o'clock in the evening and half of you are paralytic. We need to get you out. <laughs> get on get on with it. So absolutely, yeah. Why, I, I, and I actually had Rashid Harcourt as well because he was seriously mad. Yeah. And he did get into a bit of trouble, obviously. But he's also Maltese. I don't think we've ever had a Maltese international before or since. Oh. And you would need a bit of Maltese in your, your stag do, I think, sometimes. And great hair. If you remember Rashid Harcourt's hair, brilliant hair.
1: Malta, a potential location. Malta's a lovely place. Oh, goes. Ten- yeah. Really potential location as well. I'll put Harcourt on, uh, on the bench because I think um, I'm wary of balancing our madness with, you know, Okay. People with other skills. but I He think also he's had a definitely... great nickname.
2: He was called Spider. Because you, you, you have to have a nickname on Stagdo, don't you? Yes, for the
1: back of your shirt. Yeah, Spider.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So this is who I've got as starters for our midfield and okay. um, on the bench. So Brolin, Pardue, Churchich, Southgate and Ledley are current starters in our Staggdo midfield. On the bench, Balassi and Harkook, potentially Peter Taylor for his Norman Wisdom impression but I, I feel like that would wear thin quite quickly so I think maybe <laughs> he maybe he stays home Johnny Ertl, potentially for music suggestions but uh, I don't know I think once you're out and about in a different location um, you maybe rely on the locals for that but I'll put Ertel on the bench
0: Stand up baby yeah. Let me see where you coming from yeah. Stand up baby yeah. Let me see Hey me. Good God. Now this is a Dunkin' Run. A $3 sausage, egg, and cheese with a medium or larger coffee. I'm going on a Dunkin' Run. You want anything? Oh, a sausage, egg, and cheese croissant and a hot coffee. You got it. Wait, oh, oh, actually, a sausage, egg, and cheese and an iced coffee. Time for a Dunkin' Run. Add a $3 sausage, egg, and cheese to a medium or larger coffee. America runs on Dunkin'. Offer valid with the purchase of a medium or larger coffee. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.
1: Do we want to pick our midfield now, or do we want to look at f- up front and then maybe let that sway our uh, sway yeah, our midfield I mean, choices? It's,
2: it's interesting when you look at the forwards; there aren't as many candidates, are there? But um, I, so I've
1: got one. I've literally got one. I've got one. I've got and one. It's, I've got Clinton Morrison, and my note is general fun time. I think Clinton would be an incredibly fun person just to have around on stag. He can be crazy. He can be serious. He's a positive energy when you're feeling down, you know, or when you're not sure about going to that that, that, that next club after the bar, he'd get you G'd up. He's uh, he's a great guy. He'd be getting you talking to locals. Like, you know, I just, I think for general fun time, Clinton would be your man. Is, what, who's yours, Richard?
2: He was, was exactly the same reason. He I call him my three o'clock in the morning man. You know, when you're having a bit of a dip because you've been drinking 14 hours. And you're all going, oh, I might go to bed. Clinton would go, guys, come on. We've got lots to do. We've got this club to go to. And he'd be irresistible. You go, all right, Clinton, we'll come along. And as you say, what a lovely guy. He could chat to anybody. He would probably spend six hours talking to locals and just becoming, you know, they'd all love him. And yeah. uh, You do need someone also to engage with the locals so you don't piss them off so much that they smash a crate over your head, for example, so mm. I think Clinton's our diplomat as
1: well Diplomat, diplomat. Yeah. Fun, fun time diplomat is exactly. a, a good, uh, Jesse, who have you got up front? I've also got
3: Clinton Morrison, oh. I think he's just going to be great value, isn't he? Great yeah. value, he'd be the sort of person that on a stag, are the people who haven't met them before they're the ones that they say afterwards, oh, I really liked hanging out with him he was yeah. great and fun He's yep. like inst- instant mate, instant yep. best mate for yep. those that didn't know him. But I also thought another couple of a couple other characteristics. He'd also be sort of the one that moans the most on the stake because yep. he's a self-proclaimed moaner, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and I think there's always somebody who would moan about how crap the hotel was or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so he'd be that one. He'd be like in Southgate's ear saying, why did you put this place? Mm. <laughs> and, uh <laughs>
2: But, and the Southgate would turn around and say, but you've only spent an hour in the bed or in the yeah. hotel, so yeah. it's irrelevant where we're staying.
3: Yeah. And then I also I also put down interesting that you noted this about Delaney. I put he'd be the guy that would help find the Irish pub. Yes. Mm. True. Yeah.
1: Famous Irishman. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh so yeah, Clinton's like a gashewin, I think.
1: You got any other forwards,
3: Jesse? I do, I do. Um Chris Armstrong.
1: Chris Armstrong oh, okay. He'd
3: obviously be rolling all the joints for everyone wouldn't he
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> He'd be the split producer Again, It happened,
1: it's on Wikipedia we can say it, <laughs> yeah, Alan yeah. Smith admitted it, so it was okay yeah. <laughs> oh. I was trying to say,
3: I couldn't think of any other players that had any sort of uh, history in that area so I thought it's
1: got to be him <laughs> Oh dear, Chris Armstrong what a, what a player he was for us by the way God, great player Um is that it forward wise then, Jesse? and your yeah,
3: I was starting to struggle because we've they're a bit squeaky clean our striker inventory. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, they are a bit. I mean, yeah, Richard and I yeah. talked about this off air actually during the week. They are a bit squeaky clean our forwards. We don't we haven't had any sort of proper mad forwards. All all our madmen are in midfield, aren't they, Richard?
2: I mean, we, yeah, we're stacked with them, and you know, I even had a couple more for midfield. But you know, we don't, we can't play eighty people in midfield; that would be ridiculous. So, you know, the the one thing I worry about this team, where it's shaping up, we don't have a Scott yet. So, we've yeah. got to think about that. Good point. I have, good point. I have yeah, well, David so, Hopkin, Hopkin?
3: could be good because he looks like he, he looked, always looked like he just got back from a stag.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: where he met the pavement quite quickly. <laughs>
0: Yes. Um, the other okay. one I was
2: thinking of was James MacArthur, because although a very quiet and understated guy, apparently he's very funny and very, you know, mm. he's just, you always have to have the quiet man as well. I mean, we're building this up like it's the usual suspects, but <laughs> you have to have the quiet man who everyone goes, ah, yeah. And then there's the quiet guy who just makes a comment and everyone goes, that's brilliant. You know, he's, he's always uh, that one. Yeah.
3: That's where I was going with Edworthy, but you know, yeah, but I
2: think Edworthy doesn't quite have the wit. Apparently, MacArthur's quite funny,
1: yeah. MacArthur, yeah, okay. Well, we need to, okay, Mm. we need to work out this this 11. Now, we do have other options as well, uh, in terms of other criteria. Manager, we have to nail down, and this might take a midfielder out potentially. Mm. Obviously, Pardew is a candidate, uh, Richard. I also have Malcolm Allison. Well, you could have
2: the Alison Venables
1: duo, Uh, both parties. because they were a
2: duo, and you know Venables, as you've already pointed out, you know he would know his way around the clubs because he owned a couple, Mm. Um, and also be good with the money. Uh, And Alison, (laughs) obviously, (laughs) sorry, that's fair enough. It's on record. Um, (laughs) Alison would have the cigars out. Yep. Kit for everyone with the fedora. Yeah. And a big, you know, jacket Yeah. in 30-degree heat, brilliant. Um, yeah. And he would, you know, he might even organise. Because <laughs> he was good at that as well, wasn't he? We could have a
1: team bath. <laughs> oh God, that is definitely getting cut. Um, okay. Alison, <laughs> Alison would be your high roller. I mean, he'd be the sort of guy yeah. that would be flashing the cash, getting you into VIP. I mean, he'd, yeah. be, he'd be loving that, loving being the high roller in the... So he's definitely a potential. But the question is, Jesse, do, do we want to take Pardew out of our midfield to create a space for a Scott, for a Hopkins or a MacArthur? Or do we want Malcolm Allison slash Venables slash both as our managers?
3: This is a tough selection challenge. Mm. You know, this is, uh, this is like choosing between PVA and Mitchell on, on Friday night. <laughs> this, I don't know. I
1: don't, I don't know.
3: They're both great
1: we're going to have to we have to we're going to have to settle on one richard are you leaning well i am leaning
2: i think cuz our midfield's so over um subscribed i think we have to put Pardew, take Pardew out of midfield he's got to be the leader cuz he's the man as you say he's he's everyone's favorite uncle uncle-ish. and um G- it creates a spot in midfield, and he'd be the perfect manager because he'd be leading from the front.
1: So, what we're doing by putting Pardue as our manager, Jesse, is we're accepting this is going to be an absolutely mad stag. Like this is this is going to be a stag with loads of stories, but also many stories we never tell anyone.
3: Okay, here's a good little challenge for you then. So, if if Pardew is the manager slash groom's dad, mm. then what three players do we think would end up in a stolen taxi?
2: Good
1: question. Okay, Sasha it's definitely.
2: Yeah, I think Brolin would probably be in there interpreting. Who's, interpreting. The, Gareth, who's the Gareth
3: Barry straight man? Who's just breaking Southgate? Ba- breaking Southgate. Bad.
1: Southgate. <laughs> Southgate. Southgate. <laughs> Southgate. Southgate's Broken Bad. Yeah, yeah, Southgate's Broken. If if Pardew is uh, uh, the groom's dad and mm-hmm. South's manager, then I think Southgate is going to go rogue. Yeah,
3: yeah, he's, he's going to lose it. it. Yeah. Who's, who, who else was in the West Brom taxi with Barry?
2: kieran gibbs Uh, i think possibly yeah it was a great chant actually i went to a west brom game and they had a great chant about gareth barry i can't remember what it was but it was about him nicking a taxi um yeah southgate you see he'd probably take his waistcoat off you know he'd really let it was it was, uh, it, (laughs) it was um
3: johnny evans yes uh jake livermore boaz myhill and
2: barry Wow. So basically the, all the senior professionals in that team. <laughs> yeah. Impressive. Well done. Okay.
1: Well, okay. So Pardew is in as our manager slash uh, groom's dad, and we're accepting that there's going to be stolen cars at some point on this um, stag. Yeah. We are increasing yeah. the chance of jail time, I think, aren't we, on this stag with Pardew in charge. But, but
2: yeah. You've got to have a bit of jail time, haven't you? I mean, it has got to Richard, be someone
1: incarcerated. I went on a stag a couple of years ago to Portugal with a friend of mine. It was me... This guy is a Brighton fan and 30 of his mates who are Brighton fans. And it was actually over the weekend that Palace played Brighton in the playoffs in 2013. We all watched the first leg together. Right. Um, and on the first night, he and his two best men got arrested and spent the night in jail. Would uh, you to know, be
2: willing to say what they got arrested for?
1: He's not going not to listen, police, so I think so. Yeah. Um mm. I'd actually gone home by this point, genuinely had gone home. Um, but I think he threw a chair at a bouncer and I think that kicked off. And then I think the Portuguese sort of militia, because it's not even the police in Portugal, it's like this militia piece mm. that like lying the streets of where all the, the, the tourists are uh turned up and just beat the hell out of the three of them. So um well
2: there you go, see another Portuguese uh horror story. So basically we're not going to Portugal. We're first, going the it?
1: other side of Europe. We're gonna oh, go we're, we're going, going east Europe. Yeah. Mm um okay so look all right so our team is shaping up i've got one more category which i didn't suggest to you guys i'm just going to throw it in there and that is potential director of this team and i've got steve Browitt, because he would source the finest wine wherever you go to anywhere in the world do do we want a wine merchant with us as well to for those more sophisticated moments richard
2: well you know i i love a glass of um Eagle Rosé, as we know. Um, and Browett, obviously, is one of the finest vintners in this mm-hmm. country. Uh, it's a bit sophisticated for me, There on the stag dude. I okay. want Guinness. I want tequila. I want rum. And <laughs> okay. that's before breakfast. And then we really get going. But, um I was thinking maybe Simon Jordan would be a good director
1: because he'd
2: certainly be first on the dance floor. He'd be up for the karaoke. He'd be flashing the cash and he's got the permatan. You know, you get straight in there with everybody because he's already glowing
1: Okay, I'm willing to upgrade uh, Steve Brouw to Simon Jordan. I think uh, we've accepted this as a mad stag and I think Steve Brouw might be more for a sophisticated. So, I think yeah. Steve would, would would get tired of 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 most of the guys on this stag quite quickly. So, um yeah, we, let's go for Jordan just for just for even more madness. What, what do you think of that,
3: Jesse? Everyone could crash at his place in Marbella, couldn't they? He's probably got <laughs> a free free venue.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: With uh and probably private too. So, you know, we wouldn't have to worry about the paparazzi um but then i think yeah i mean i agree with what you said about steve Brower. His, his his uh inventory will be wasted on this lot
0: you know <laughs> yes
1: okay
3: but That's... he does know having said that he also does know his beer very well so he'd be able to he'd be able to switch lanes on that quite easily <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: um i mean you've got parish i mean he would have everyone singing on the karaoke wouldn't he not too long yeah, yeah doing rappers to light very course, true. On his yacht, taking a taking his turn.
1: Yes, potential yeah. potential yacht here. I've not even thought about that. But you have got <laughs> yeah. Parish, Potential. Have we yacht. decided who's getting married yet? Oh <laughs> no! I mean, mm, I was about to say maybe Southgate, but Southgate's clearly the best man. So yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure who's getting married out of this lot. No, I don't. I, well, I'm maybe not even could, they, we that. could
2: add that person because we've got our eleven, and
1: then you've got the <laughs> groom. Um, Who is the, who's the groom then? Yeah. That's that's a real uh, that's a real curveball that I've not even left left wing. now. Yeah. Well, maybe we build our team. Maybe our Scott is the group. maybe it's Andy
3: Street when Andy Street gets actually does get married. <laughs> he's not married up. yet. Street, no. He's
2: got loads of children. What's he doing?
3: Right, he's just waiting for this to be assembled. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's after this. After he's listened to this, he's booking a private jet to Riga. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <We're> giving Alex Klinko <laughs> a quick ring. Um, yeah okay so we do need we do need a we do need a stag yeah i've not even thought about that um i don't know maybe pete Pete the eagle pete the eagle pete hmm. the eagle yeah let's 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 say it's pete the eagle stag
2: Jane, <laughs> yeah, a very good man to have on a stag too he he, he, he's already a, he's, he's already in the outfit he's already in yeah. a stag outfit <laughs> doesn't need anything else does he
1: perfect perfect okay this is Pete the eagle <laughs> Beat <laughs> the eagle stag. All right, lads, and this is our final. I think uh, stag eleven. So we've got in goal Alex Kalinko for his uh, local info. Our back four is Butterfield for pranks, Demo for protection, Ruddock for booze, Ashley Cole for general party boyness. In midfield, mm-hmm. we've got Brolin for translation, Churchich madness, Southgate organisational skills, Ledley for dancing. And then I've also got Clinton Morrison up front as fun time diplomat. It leaves me one space. I've put in, seeing as you're keen to get Scott in there, Richard, I've put in Hopkin because he looks like he's been on a stag already, but I'm Mm. willing to transfer that for another Scott. So what do you think?
2: Well, it wouldn't be Dougie Friedman, I don't think. Um, We've had a lot of Scots there, haven't we, in the past? But I think, yeah, Hopkin, as you say, he just looks like he's been there. And, you know, he, when he comes home, he wouldn't look that different. He probably <laughs> lost a couple more teeth, but who's going to count?
1: Um, yeah, Hop, yeah, Hopkin. I'm going to say stag experience with Hopkin. I imagine he's been on quite a few stags. Um, our manager <laughs> slash groom's dad is the daddy of all stags, is Alan yeah. Pardew. Yeah. And our director is Simon Jordan, potentially with Parrish flying in for a, on the second night, maybe. Um, and obviously the, the stag himself... It's Pete the Eagle. Um, Jesse, how are you feeling about that lineup? I think that is exceptional work. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exceptional.
1: And then if, I... any, if anyone drops out, I just want to say anyone drops out on the subs bench, we've got Jim Cannon, Lee Anderson, Yannick Balassi, Rashid Harku, Johnny Ertle, Chris Armstrong, and James Macarthur, and then potentially Julian Speroni if we can convince him. So, um, Jesse, your thoughts on that?
3: I mean, I don't want to blow our own trumpets, guys, but I would love to listen to this pod without knowing what's coming. I <laughs> think... <laughs> That is, that's pretty good fun, that is, isn't it? Do you know what? Ironically, it would be great to listen to this with a hangover.
1: Yes. If... <laughs> yeah. The ideal hangover pod. I would say Paddy's Hot Pants episodes are the ideal hangover fodder, yeah. actually, to be honest. Um, well, lads, there we go. We've, we've constructed the greatest Stag Do 11 of all time. I think we've got an excellent balance there. Um, and I think Pete the Eagle's going to have a great time. Uh and there'll be many stories who won't be able to recount to Alice when he gets home. Um Richard, thanks very much uh for joining us on that. Hope you enjoyed it. That's
2: all right. No, absolutely uh it was almost as if we were there, wasn't it? You can imagine these <laughs> yeah. characters doing their various characteristic things. And I think the great thing about it is we've got squad depth. You yes. know, even if someone drops out, we've got another nutter yep. waiting to come in. So yep. it's perfect. Yeah. And yeah, I, having not been on a stag do for ages, I'm quite keen to go on this one.
1: I mean, Jesse, maybe you know we have connections. Can we organise this stag?
2: Well, it's, you know,
3: if if everyone sponsored it in sort of to raise money for the foundation, I think they'd have no choice but but to go along with it, or wouldn't they? Mm. <laughs> uh, but, the
2: marathon march.
3: I mean, <laughs> pretty pretty sure the Palace Media team would would love to go and film this. This is great content waiting to happen. <laughs>
1: It's great content. Uh, brilliant. Well, look, Jesse, thank you very much for joining us as well. I mean, both of you, excellent. Excellent suggestions. Uh, really enjoyed it. Don't forget, uh, speaking of sponsorship, we are sponsored by Matthew J. O. Wood, who's offering 15% off his range of Palace mugs. To get yours, enter FYP 15, that's FYP 15, at MatthewJOwood.com. It just leaves me to thank you both, Richard and Jesse, uh, for helping me construct that Stag to Eleven. And you, the listener, for listening. We hope you're enjoying these Pardew Hot Pants episodes. Please get in contact and let us know any other suggestions for future episodes at FYP Fanzine on Twitter or contact at FYP Fanzine. UK on email. Um, enjoy the rest of your week and uh, we'll see you again soon. Goodbye.
0: <laughs>